This is Kenneth Brooks, and you're riding down Brooks Boulevard. My streets are not paved with gold, but there are no nails, and there are no potholes, so hopefully you may not catch the flat. But if you do, we're going to call AAA, man, to get you pumped up and headed in the right direction. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Praise be to the Most High God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jesus is saying yesterday, today, and forevermore. Today, I'm elated and very proud to have as my guest, Brother Patrick Christian from the Israel of God, Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, we got him on as my guest today, and he's going to discuss the topic, Be Ye Holy. And he also has his reader today, Brother Anthony O'Neill. A.K.A. Red. Introduce yourself to Bruce Boulevard, Brother Patrick. Tell us something about yourself, my brother. All right, brother. Thank you, and uh, praise God that we are able to uh, do this on the Lord's Sabbath day. Uh, my name is Brother Patrick here in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm the uh, teacher here in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, I've been dealing with the Word uh, for, you know, for a long time, and, uh, and I'm a uh, Honored and thankful that uh, Brother Ken has asked me to, uh, uh, to put a lesson together here to share with the brothers and sisters and things. So, uh, before me being in the Word, brothers, uh, it's been a journey for me. Uh, you know, we all and had to come out of this world physically and spiritually to be able to conform ourselves uh, to the Word of God. So, yes, so today... Brother, so we're going to deal with me and holding. Yes, sir. Okay, my brother. Uh, brother uh, uh, O'Neill, man, uh, a.k.a. Ray, my good brother, man, uh, brother Patrick Reader, man. Introduce yourself, brother Ray. Tell us something about yourself, my brother. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, Anthony O'Neill. Uh, we call Brother Ray. my brother. Uh, you're welcome anytime, my brother. I'll I tell you one thing, man. If you don't shake Brother Red's hand, man, you got to think you owe him some money, man. Brother Red shook my hand. My hand went right the whole weekend up in Chicago. Brother <laughs> Red's strong brother, man. <laughs> but we got, uh, we're going to turn the floor to you, but Patrick, man, you uh, you go ahead and handle this. Uh, this is called Be Ye Holier. And uh, we're glad to have Brother Patrick on Bruce Boulevard. Go ahead, Brother Patrick. All right, Brother. Thank you, Brother Kenny. Yes, sir. All right. Brother Susan, today, like, uh, the title of the lesson is uh, Be Ye Holy as a Servant of God. You know, we're going to see uh, what the Bible say about being ye holy. And not just lip service. A lot of us serve God with our mouth. And let's read what God requires of us as a servant of God, because we're supposed to be, as Israel, the light of the world. 
Yes, sir. Brother, so we're going to pick this up in First uh, Peter 1. And we're going to start in verse 14 through 17. We're going to start in First Peter 1. And Brother Reed going to start off there. Brother, go ahead. As obedient children, not fastening yourself according to the form of love in your ignorance. That's right, brother. So when you look at that, it says, as obedient children, not fastening yourselves according to the form of love in your ignorance. In the form of things that we used to do that we did in ignorance in which we thought we was being holy, we thought we was serving the true and living God, but in our form of lust, we were serving God in ignorance. That's Go ahead. But as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That's right. But as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Why? We have to look at our conversation, brother. So let's go ahead. Verse 16. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's right. And if you... Go ahead, 17. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of person, judges according to every man's work, has the time of your sojourning here in fear. That's right, well, so when you look at this sin, the one who calls you is holy. So you shouldn't be holy because we need to begin to put on the mindset of God. And a lot of times, well, so we don't put that mindset on because we're still in ignorance in how we should be holy as a servant of God. And when you look at here, brother, sister, 17, and they say, judge it according to every man's work. Brother, sisters, these are things that the Lord is going to look at that with all walk and the works that we put into this here, we got to be able to make sure that we're lined up with what the Bible say, what the Word say. Now, let's go a little further with this here because he said that that so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Why the Lord was saying, be ye holy in all manner of conversation? That's everything that proceeds out of your mouth. Let's let the book tell us why we got to be holy in all manner of conversation. That's deep, Let's bro. go to Matthew 12. Let's go to Matthew 12. And we're going to pick up verse 36. Let's go to Matthew 12. Understanding within our walk 
with God because a lot of times, brother, so that we continue serving God with our mouth, but our actions is telling us something else. Yes, sir. And we got to begin to get out of the ignorance of serving the Lord, brothers and sisters, and understand that we got a responsibility that we have to do. Now, now let's move here to Mark 7. Let's go to Mark 7. And let's look at this here, Mark 7. We're going to pick up verse 21 because the thing that we get ready to to read now, brothers and sisters, is some of these things that we've done here, we did in ignorance. No understanding. Right. To, to understand what we have to do. So let's look at this here in Mark 12. And we're going to pick up verse uh Mark 12 and uh, 36. No, excuse me, I mean Matthew 12 and 36. Oh, no. I'm sorry, brother. So it's Mark 7 and verse 21. I was looking at it wrong. I apologize. Mark 7. Yes, brother. So we're going to go here to Mark 7. We're going to go to Mark 7 because... These are things that we got to look at, brother, so that that we was in ignorance in and when we were serving God, brother and sister. And we take on as being a servant of God, it's things, brother and sister, that we got to have to begin to put into our mindset that, hey, I got to change. This is the thing that I need to do. Because sometimes, brother and sister, we've been serving God in ignorance and not understanding. Now, let's go to Mark 7 and let the book tell us what some of the things that we were doing in ignorance that we know we have to change from. Mark 7, we'll pick up 21. Mark 7 and verse 21. Go ahead. Well, from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adultery, fornication, murder. That's right, brother sister. I want you to really listen to this, what Brother Red is reading here, because it's telling you, he said, for, for from within and out of the heart of men, we know right there, that's the mind. Right. So the thing we're going to read here, brothers and sisters, is the thing that you think of before you act on it. And it's telling you to see what evil thoughts, adulterers, fornication, those are things we used to do. Brothers and sisters, murderers. We say stuff out of our mouth, man, I want to kill this person. Right, right. That's a good you one, know, brother Patrick. You know, those are things that we see, brother. So but we say these things in ignorance and stuff. Well, go ahead, verse 22. Now, covenant, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Foolishness, brother. So these are things else. Have you thought about when you see that armor truck going in and stuff? Man, I showed that run up in you know, those are thoughts we have, brothers and sisters. Yes, you know, deceit. Deceit, brother, so the whole type of matters of lust and stuff, brother, of evil eye. You know, blaspheme. You know, pride. So much still dealing with pride, brother and sister, and, and we still dealing with foolishness. Yes, but, let's look at 23. Go ahead. All these things, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. That's right. That's what the father man, brother. So he said, all these 
evil things. The Lord didn't just say things. But see, a lot of times, brother, so the Lord said, all these evil things come from within. And when you read these things, brother, so we always partaking of that. And as we become servants of God, brother, so we can't continue to take of these things in fornication, adulterous, covenants, yes, and stuff like that, brother and sister. Yes, sir. We got to move on from these things here. Now, the Lord will tell us, say, all these evil things come from within and defile a man. Let's expound on it a little bit more about within. Let's go here to Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17. And we're going to pick up one verse there. Jeremiah 17. All right, Jeremiah 17. Let's pick up verse 9. Jeremiah 17. And let's pick up verse 9. And see about these evil thoughts in the mind. Why is that? Go ahead. The heart is the people above all things. That's right. Their heart, brother, sister, is the mind. The heart is deceitful above all things. Go ahead. And does believe wicked. Who can know it? That's right. Who can know it, brother, sister? We know it wicked because we betray ourselves in front of people of uh, being holy, being righteous. Oh, I'm a servant of God. But all the time in your mindset, brother, sister, you got wicked thoughts. And who can know these things? Your brother and sister can't, can't see or can't hear. Right, right. But let's look at verse 10 and see who can know it. Go ahead, verse 10. Pick up 10. I, the Lord, search the heart. That's right. I, the Lord, search the heart. Go ahead. I try to reign. Even to give every man according to his way and according to the fruits of his doing. That's right, brother. So the Lord know your mind. Say he knows you still got them evil thoughts of murder, adultery, fornication, covenants, all those type of things we just read in Mark. The Lord said these are evil things that's in our mind, in mm. our thoughts. You're right. And that's what the father man when you begin to do these things. Now, now, now let's go to Revelation 18. Because the Lord will give us specific instructions that we have to do, brothers and sisters, to begin to be ye holy. Let's see what the Lord requires on this here. Let's look at Revelation 18. And we're going to pick up verse 3. The Lord going to get right off into it. Revelation 19 and verse 3. Go ahead. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. That's right. Go ahead. And the, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. That's right. And all the nations, my brothers and all the nations have drunk of that wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Go ahead. And the merchants of the earth are black rich through the abundance of her delicacy. Go ahead, verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Come out of Not her, who? He said, Come out of her, who? My people. My Go ahead. That ye be not partakers of her sin. 
and that he received not of her plague. That's right, brother. So the Lord telling us, come out of her. Come out of this world of wickedness, brother, sister, fornication, murder, deceit, all those things, mischievous, all matters of lust, brother, sister. Lord say, come out of her, my people. Then you may be what partakers, that you be not partakers of her sins, brother, sister, and that you receive not of her plagues. Now, the Lord gave us instruction to come out of her. Then when you, how do you get out of her, brother and sister? It's all in the mindset here that you put in your mind, this is the thing that we have to do to come out of her. Now let's look at what we got to ask the Lord to be able to come out of her. Let's go to John 17. Because if he said come out of her, that means if you into something, you got to what, separate from it, right? Right, right. So if he separates you out of something, let's see how he's going to separate you. And what would he separate you with to come out of her? Let's go to John 17. John 17. And we're going to pick up one verse there. John 17. And we're going to pick up verse 17. Well, go ahead. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. That's right. Sanctify them through thy truth. When you come about her, all those things that the Lord we read early in Mark that are evil, the Lord said come about her so you don't be partakers of her sins, brothers and sisters. But when you get separated out of there, your mindset changes. The Lord tells you, he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. The truth is, you know, you can't be fornicated. The truth is, you can't be committing adultery with somebody's wife. Right. Or somebody's husband, vice versa. Right, right. Those are the things. Theft, covenants. Then you, you begin to sanctify. I can't be covering what my neighbor has. See, that's the truth. That was going to begin to sanctify you, brother and sister. And it's going to be a, with a different mindset and not with your lips. Brothers, he said that 
God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through what? Sanctification of the Spirit, that word, brother, sister, and belief of the truth. Then you got to believe it, brother, sister. You got to believe it. That's right. That's all the way it's going to work. You got to believe it, brother, sister. You got to be able to have that faith. Then when your faith come in, when you believe it, but that's what's going to continue sanctifying you. So you'll be able as a servant to say, be ye holy. Now, now let's go a little further here because a lot of time where we're going to go now, brother, so let's go to 1 Peter 3. 1 Peter 3. First Peter 3. Because a lot of time, brother, so this is what we're going to read now. Is a lot of brothers and sisters make this mistake. When you've been around Israel a long time, you've seen people get baptized in and out. You've seen them falling off, and some get baptized and stuff, brothers and sisters, thinking they're safe. I still can do this here. I've been baptized. But see, that's what we read at the beginning of this lesson about we were doing things in ignorance. And some of us looking at Baptism, that we still doing things in history, but let's let the book tell us, brothers and sisters, when you take a bone, being up under the blood of Jesus Christ, when you do your baptism. Now, First Peter three, and we're gonna pick up one verse here. Take this picture to heart, brothers and sisters. Verse twenty-one, First Peter three and twenty-one. Go ahead. The light figure whereunto even baptism doth also now favor. That's right. Here's what it's saying now. It said, The light figure whereunto even baptism you also now favor. Some people stop right there. Because you can see it in their walk. You can see it in their conversation. Their behavior. But listen here now when the Lord say, I didn't see Go ahead. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh. But the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's right. He tell you, once you go down in that water grave and be baptized, and they say, what? Not the putting away of the what? Built of the flesh. They're going to say you from that. Because you still, when you come up out of that water, what it tell you? But the answer of the what? Good conscience towards God. That's a newness of life. Because you told me very that fornication, that adultery. That covetous, that lechivious, all this thing, backbiting. Yes, sir. Going even to your neighbor. Those are things, brother and sister, supposed to be buried. Yes, sir. In that watery grave. Because a lot of people think just because they got baptized, hey, that's it. Right. But see, it tells you right here. It says, not the putting away of the field of the flesh. Because it's that's why you go back to Revelation. The Lord said, come out of her. Of all the evil things, brothers and sisters, that defiles the man that we read in Mark 7, 21 through 23. Those are things we got to come out of, brothers and sisters. Yes, sir. And this, when you come into the knowledge, hey, I'm going to get baptized, hey, that's an awesome decision you make. But just because you got into that water and grave, brothers and sisters, when you come up, you still got to, to endure to the end, brothers and sisters. Right, right. <laughs> now, now, 
tell you neither. But the answer of a good conscience towards God. Let's look at this good conscience here towards God. Now let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. We're going to pick up chapter 7. 2 Corinthians 7. We're going to pick up one verse. Brother Ray, when you get there, go ahead. Having therefore the, these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all guiltiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That's right, brother and sister. That's what the Lord was saying in the baptism. He said it was now, but not on the guilty of the flesh, but having a good conscience towards God. He is what? Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Because if you fear God, brother and sister, you begin to perfect into holiness because the filthiness that's supposed to be buried in that baptism is in the mindset. You know, sister trying to come up and holler at you, so you're supposed to correct them with the foot. Oh, hmm. so, so I don't get down like that. Right, right, right. No more. Right. You know, I don't steal no more, bro. I don't do this no more, bro. Right. That's the other cleaning of the filthiness that the Lord tells us that he said was evil. Right. Those are things we got to begin to look at. I don't want to look at that man's wife and lust out of that man's wife no more. I know now in my thoughts that's an evil thought. Right. The thing that I had to bury brother so in that water right but I found out it's the news it's right. just let us cleanse ourselves brother sister from that building because it's always there right but it's all about it's all about brother sister changing your mindset because it's a perfecting so when you say perfecting that means you working on it right it's like if you building something you perfecting it cause you gonna get the rough ends off I'm gonna Sharpen it up a little bit. I'm going to put another coat on it. I want it to look good. That's the same thing with us, brother. So we got to be perfecting our walk with God. But to perfect it, brother, so you got to feel God. Now, now let's move on just, just a little further here. Because as you begin to make this change, brother, so when you begin to say, hey, I'm coming up out of her. I don't want to have these filthy thoughts and doing these evil things no more. And see, it's all about your mindset and your attitude, brother, sister, to be, to begin perfecting the wholeness in the fear of God. Now, let's go into Colossians 3. Okay. And see what the Lord is telling us to do. Because it's a step-by-step process, brother, sister, in serving the Lord. Right, it is, brother. It is, brother Patrick. It is, brother Patrick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a scale, but Patrick, man, uh, you made a, a point to me the other day, man. Like I said, uh, when you begin, when you come into this knowledge in the Wilson, if you're on an eight, if you're on level eight, man, at a certain period of time, you should be getting to level seven. And then at a certain period of time, mm-hmm. you should be getting to level six. And then level five. It's a step-by-step process. But you at eight, and you progressing to eight and a half, nine, 
Something right, man. <laughs> it's like the Lord ain't cleansing you because God's word is supposed to be to cleanse you. So all your shortcomings is stopping you from being really holy as a servant of God. Those things, God's word over time is supposed to cleanse those things. Right. So you have a different mindset here. That's right. See, but see, it's about attitude also when you serve the Lord. Now let's look at Colossians 3. Because if you want to perfect something, anything in life, if there's something you really want to do, you're going to go after it. You're going to give you all. You see the athlete, how they shoot the basketball a thousand times. They perfecting their game, man. Right, right. Because they, that's their passion. A man building a house, that's his passion. So it's the same mindset, brother, so we got to have in perfecting the holiness in the fear of God. Now let's look at Colossians 3, the Lord giving us some good instructions we need to do here. Colossians 3, and let's just pick up verse 23. Brother Rick, go ahead, Colossians 3 and 23. Well, so this is real close to it right here. Go ahead. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men. That's right. The biggest thing, brother, sister, when vanity, deceit, all that comes into your mindset, brother, so whatever you do in, in perfecting your holiness in the field of God, let it be unto the Lord and not unto men. Right, A lot right. of times, brother, sister, we are trying to do things to get praise and glory before men. That's right, brother. And not getting that praise and glory from God, brother, That's, that's right, bro. You know, now, now go to... Uh, Verse 58. 
us, brothers and sisters, to cleanse ourselves. Lord, just instructed us, whatsoever you, you do, do it heartily to the Lord and not into men. Now, to be contented, perfecting ourselves to the end, to the junior, and to the end, brothers and sisters, let's look at 1 Corinthians 15 and 15. Go ahead, brother, what to say? Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always bounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's right, brother. So therefore, my beloved brother, be ye steadfast. Continue on the brother, so to be steadfast until perfecting the holiness in the fear of God, brother, sister. But the key here to you say, be unmovable. Brother, so don't let things remove you from staying steadfast in serving the Lord, brother and sister. But it says, always abounding in the work of the Lord, brother and sister. You know, we got to continue it. Now, now let's move a little farther here. You know, because the Lord just told us always abounding in the work of the Lord. Right. And the Lord said, in the end, say, you know that your labor is not in vain right. in the Lord. Right. Now, let's expound a little, a little bit. Let's go to Psalms 18. Psalms 18. Psalms 18. Now, let's pick this up here. Psalms 18. Psalms 18. And let's pick up verse 20. Psalm 18, we're going to pick up verse 20. Go ahead, bro. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. Whoa, wait a minute now. He said the Lord rewarded me according to my wrongdoing? No. No. The Lord said to my righteousness. Right. Right. Now, that's what I said earlier, brother, sisters. Whatever you sow. That's what you're going to mention to me. But he said, the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. Go ahead. According to the cleanness of my hand, as he recompensed me. That's right. He made a means to me. He said, according to the cleanness of my hand, not your neighbor's hand. He said, your hand. Right. Verse 21. For I have kept me all, all, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. And have not wickedly departed from my God. That's right. He didn't tell you why I kept kept the ways of the world. But then he tell the revelation to come out of her, my people. So he said, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. And have not wickedly departed from my God. Go ahead, verse 22. For all his judgments were before me. Go ahead. And I did not, and I did not put away his statutes. That's why right. he did not put away his statutes from me. Go ahead. I was all upright before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Go ahead, 24. Therefore has the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness. That's right. That recompense me according to my righteousness, like to pay or pay back. Go ahead. According to the cleanness of my hand and his eyesight. That's right, brother. So the according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. 
because you will always back, brothers and sisters, the Lord say. We read earlier in Jeremiah, he say that the, the, uh, that the heart is what deceitful among all things, right? So he said, who can know this? He said, the Lord. So the Lord going to work you because your sight. Not man. Man can't give you anything but a little pat on the back. <laughs> but you're trying, trying to serve a God that can give you eternal life. Right. You're trying to serve a God that can take your life and then put breath back in you and raise you back up. That's right, bro. Man can't do that. That's right. So we got to begin to look at who we serve, brother, sister. Why did you have to be ye holy and start cleansing yourself with the word of God, brother, sister? Now, now let's go here and look at Romans 6. Romans 6. Because we got to get an understanding, brother and sister, because are you going to, uh, are you going to thirst for righteousness? Are you going to thirst for wickedness, brother and sister? And let's look what the Lord say right here in Romans here. Let's pick up Romans chapter 6. I'll pick up one verse there. Romans 6. And you're going to pick up verse 16. Verse 16. Because one thing we got to understand, brother, so just like in the book of James, James 1, the Lord tell you, he said, Be ye doers of the word, and not just hearers of the word. But whatever word you hear, and, and however you do that word that you hear, brother and sister, it's going to apply to you right here. Verse 16, Romans 6 and verse 16. Go ahead. Know ye not that to whom ye hear yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. That's right, brother and sister. Lord, Lord, judge you, brother and sister, whoever you, you hear, whatever words you hear, words you hear. You're going to hear the truth of the living God word. The Lord say, sanctify them through truth. Or are you going to be tied up into the evil things, the wickedness of the world, brother and sister? Because whatever you do, whatever you choose, brother and sister, they say, whether of sin and to death, that second death, brother and sister, that you will be in the lake of fire, you mind for help. It's an oil of obedience into righteousness, brother and sister that you may be able to get into the eternal life. It, the choice is all every day, brother, so when we get out. And you know, brother, so it begins, just as I started, this lesson all, brother, so it said, be ye holy in all manner of conversation. It's whatever proceeds out of your mouth because it's already proceeded in your mind and in your thoughts. Right. It begins right there, brother and sister. Right, right. Now, now, now let's just go into the last place here. And, and, and continue. We've been reading God's word of the things that, was, that we got to require, brother and sister. Now, let's look at Romans 12 here. This is the last spot. Romans 12. And let's look at verse 1. Romans 12. Romans 12, and let's pick up verse 1 and 2. 
going to go ahead. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Brother, so you see that? The Lord said, present your body as a living sacrifice. How you going to present as a living sacrifice? Because you're going to go back to Mark 7, where we read, you're going to sacrifice from fornication. You're going to sacrifice a dog, covenant, deceit. All the evil things that we read, brother, so that there's contrary to the word of God because you are living sacrifice. Because the hardest thing to do, brother, so that in this flesh is to resist sin while you live Right. Because it begins in the mind, it's lust. When you lust after something, brother and sisters, then you want it. But can you resist it? Can you be that living sacrifice to walk away from that evil doing? Brother and sister. And that's what's been catching us, brother and sister, because we begin to lust for these things and we want these things. Because it's in the mind. We begin to think about it. Then you want it. And then you begin to think about how can I achieve it? How can I get it? You know, then we start rationalizing things in our mind, brother and sister, to see can we find a way of doing it? you got shortcomings with 
Right. You know, us and out of women. You got to get to a point, you better get the most beautiful woman in the world, and you already know, hey, you walk away. Right, right. You know? You got to be able to do these things, but it's because those things you don't love no more. A lot of times we do them because we still loving them. Right. Right, right. That's what it is, mm-hmm. bro. That's what it is, bro, Project. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, for me, you know, some of the biggest weakness that we deal with is money, women, vanity. Right. The whole thing you begin to look at with a renewing of the mind, you know, those things going to cut you off. Right. You know, I can't live with this no more like that. I got to think like this now. You know? A lot of Brothers, uh, Brother Kenny is just, uh, these guys not taking God's word to heart. Right. Uh, they can separate from the, from the word of God because certain things can be interjected into their, uh, life and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. And, you know, one thing that we have to realize that we have to, you know, begin to endure these things here because, uh, let's just go here the question that, let them, uh, Go to Romans eight. Okay. And maybe that'll give you more clarity on on the question people even ask because we we spoke about the things the Lord told us and uh the evil things us. But let's look at this here, how some people look at it this way here. Okay. You know, I uh, Romans eight and let me just pick up thirty five there. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Right. That's right. See this Right. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Right. Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? That's right, brother. You know, those things, brother, can that people allow to come into their life, they don't know how to deal with it. It could be tribulation, yes, sir. or distress. You know what I'm saying? Persecution. Persecution be coming from within your. All household, I've seen uh, brothers and sisters being taken away in the world because of their spouse not in it. Their spouse might be giving them a hard time at home. Yes, sir. You know, uh, so it can be several different things that people come into this wild wheel, uh, you know, like gun hope, right. right, right, right. And then these things start coming up on them like this here. And then, hey, they'll walk away because they'll walk away because... They love those things more than they love God. Right, right. You know? Right. Uh, you know, it's all about, you know, trying to, uh, you know, line things up with the Word of God. A lot of people just don't want to do it that way. Right. You know? Uh, I'll tell you, Brother Patrick, my, my whole philosophy was, man, when I first came into the to the truth, uh, Luke fourteen twenty six is my motto, man. Uh uh, uh, Luke fourteen twenty six. That's why. That's why I live by man. And I, I, I just, I, I just keep. Yes, sir. Luke fourteen twenty six. That's my, that's my motto in life right now, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little read. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brother and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That's my friend. Okay. And whosoever, and whosoever 
doth not bear his clothes. There's no hey, come hey, after me. Go ahead. Who shall, whosoever shall not bear his clothes and come after me cannot be my disciple. That's why you got to be the man that called me the Lord said, when I'm going to call you to salvation. Right. The sanctification. When the Lord come to you and read this word, read this truth, and you can understand then when stuff come up in your life and it takes you away, that means you love those things more than you love God. Right, right. That's what he's saying there. That's you know? right. That's right, bro. Because you got to can't let nothing get in the way. You got to serve the Lord. That's yes, right. Yes, mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, but Pastor, let me ask you something, man. How did you, uh, how did you come into the truth, but Pastor? Did you come into the truth at an early age or a later stage in life, but Pastor? Well, uh, brother, uh, brother Ken, I came, came to the truth, uh, when I was exposed to the truth, you know, young. Oh, okay. Uh, I was okay. in my, I was in my, uh, 20s, and I was kind of exposed to the truth through my wife. Okay. Uh, she was in uh, uh, the Worldwide Church of God. Okay. And on the Armstrong, you know, Gentile church. Uh -huh. And, you know, it, see, my wife, she had been keeping the Sabbath day and the feast day there since she was nine years old. Oh, man. I ain't going to tell you her, hey, I ain't going to tell you her age now. But, look, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was exposed to it then and time I began to read and study it and I think that was just uh, a stepping stone for me to be able to sell the truth once I got you know in it and I came into uh, you know the Israel of God he was able to begin to teach me under, under the uh, teaching of Brother Moody was doing that who I was because as long as I was in Worldwide you know they never taught uh, uh, us of uh, Israel that we were, you know, Israel, they just always told that we all the commonwealth of Israel was spiritually Israel until I understood that we were physically Israel. Oh, okay. You know, but, but you know, it was able to prepare me, you know, in life, you know, to to accept the truth. Yes, you know I mean, you know, being exposed to it at, at a younger age, it was easy for me to continue to walk in that walk. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think uh, you know, the blessing that that to me is, you know, raising my kids up from birth. All my kids, uh, I once saw 26, he baptized and in the word and I was 15 year old. All my kids been taught the truth from, uh, from the womb. Man, that's great, so, man. You know, that, you know, uh, you know, that's a blessing there. That is, bro. Like me, you know, you know, being able to accept the word at an early age. That's right, that's you right. Know, so my, you know, so like my son, he he twenty six years old, he never experienced Christmas. You know, uh -huh. all those pagan days like that. And they've been exposed to it because uh, you know, through me and my wife, you know, uh relying on God to keep us grounded that we've been able to teach our kids the truth, you know, from day one and you know, that's a blessing and an honor there. That's right. You know. And that's I right. think a lot of times based on the questions that you and I asked earlier that, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, begin to count the cost. Right. In the things that they do and serve the Lord, you know, because they'll jump off into the sea, 
and don't, you know, think about the consequences of walking away. They just think it's still, hey, I can walk away now I feel that I had made a mistake and stuff, but, you know, man, this is for real here. Right, right, right. And, and a lot of your brothers are just, just pulled away from the cares of the world. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. you know they love that more than they love God. Right, right, right. You're right, brother. You begin to, yeah, because, you know, once you begin to understand God's word and the effect of it, you know, a lot of people walk away or, or, they, or they allow something outside of them to take them away from the word of God. Right, you know? right. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, that falls on the brother Ken that, you know, a lot of them guys ain't, ain't rooted. You know, Lord tells me rooted in the world. Right, right. You know? I, I, mm-hmm. I tell you about Patrick, it's a, it's a tough thing to do, man, uh, when you've been participating in things like Christmas and uh, Easter and, uh, 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 you know, all those pagan holidays like uh, New Year's. When you've been participating in things like that before, man, it's, it's a hard thing to to, uh, to see uh, people in your family looking at you like, man, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, but you got, yeah, yeah. you got, you got, you got to be willing to take the criticism, man, and take the, take the, man, and take the. Yeah, take, that falls, yeah, that falls right back into what we read in Romans eight and thirty-five. Uh-huh. Persecution, uh-huh. persecution don't always mean stuff on the outside of your, say your family. That persecution mostly gonna come within your family. Right, right. And a lot of people. A lot of people gonna hurt from their persecution from their family because they love their family. Right. So you want to be accepted. You want them to understand. That's right. why some people fall away. You right. Know, you know your mom, your dad. You don't want them saying nothing negative to you. Oh man, you know the coke. Oh man, you the fool. <laughs> right. You know that hurts when it comes from people you love. Right, man. You right. know, you know so much than people in the street because you don't know them. Right. So, Right. 
that he be that he being rooted and grounded in love. In love, brother. So see, brother Kim, a lot of people don't understand love. Right, right. Because when, when, so how can you love your brother and sister when you don't know how to love when you ain't been taught? See, you have to be rooted and grounded in love or you got to stop and get to show your brother and sister love. So, because the Lord said, if you love him, you will keep his commandments. You will keep his commandments, right? Right. So, right. think about that love. If you love me, Brother Kenneth, you're not going to do anything to harm or hurt me. If no. I love Brother Red or I love my brother, you're not going to do no things that the Lord said that was evil. Why right. would I want to be with this man's wife when I love him? Right. I don't want to bring no no wrath into that household. Right. Why would I do something like that? Why would I harm him or hurt him like that? You know, why would I steal if I love this person? Why would I steal from him? Right. Why would I covet him? Right. See, right. Love, you conquer a lot of things, but so it's not love. You know, begin to steal love with people because the Lord said in a lot of times the people gonna wax cold. Right. That's why now people don't people don't value life no more. People kill you over anything now. Uh, 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 because there's no love there. Because you got to really meditate on if you love God, you got to love your brother and sister. But if you don't love your brother and sisters, how can you really truly love God? No way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And see, that's why we got to remember, bro. We got to begin to love. Covers the mother to the false brother Patrick. Uh, 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 love, love covers the mother to the false man. Uh, yeah, man, uh, love is powerful, but uh, people look at oh man, that's soft. But man, love, think about it now. If you love somebody, and you truly love them, you're not gonna hurt them. Right, you're not. You're gonna protect them. That's right, at all costs. Right, right. That's right, brother Frank. That's right. You know? That's right. You can't miss you 
Project. We just get our feet wet, brother Patrick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. 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 Yes, and knowing Brother Red, one thing I can say about my brother is that, you know, when God put it on my heart to go to him, you know, with this word and work, you know, he began, I know God was, was in, in full control because at that time, people in my work group was talking about me. They were persecuting me. Man, I'm crazy. He got them folks food. Right. You know, I mean, all that stuff. Right. You know. That's a friend, and, uh, man. That's a friend, and, bro. Oh, yeah, man. So, but, you know, he was able to do that then, you know, right, so. Right. That's a... Uh, uh, you know, like I say, man, I have, you know, I have respect for Brother Red, you know, because, you know, he came to his word in a trying time because the average person, you know, wouldn't want to be around me then. Right. You know, don't want to be with me because they were teasing people and stuff like that. Right, right. You know, like every time they saw me talking to somebody, all day he go trying to convert somebody. Right, you know, right. That's the thing that I had to do at work for years and still do. Oh man, that's that's you know? that's, uh, that's that's part of the persecution level, bro. But uh, uh but you, but I tell you, bro, Patrick, man, the first time I, I I laid eyes on you and brother Red when we all came to Birmingham last year, uh. I, 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 the first thing that still I had heard about Brother Patrick, heard about Brother Patrick. I said I finally got to meet Brother Patrick, and uh, and the first thing that still happened to me was uh how you read uh, y'all camaraderie, y'all fellowship, man. How you pick on Red all the time and have fun, man. I said, man, that's some good guys like that. And then he said, and Red, and you gonna have to ride home. <laughs> you, you, you know, you said, you said, said, Red, you missing words, and you gonna have to drive home. <laughs> Man, it was part of the I don't know what, man. I like the, I like the camaraderie, man, and the fellowship, man. Yeah, Lord, man. A, that blessed that bless my, nice my heart, but Pat, I'm, I'm talking about that, that was a that moment right there, man. Just see y'all, y'all collaborate with each other, man. But y'all, y'all became one of my favorites, man. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just elated to have y'all on, man. And uh, and man, we're gonna have more to come, my brother. And uh, and uh and uh and uh, anything you want uh leave out with Brother Red or Brother Patrick, anything y'all wanna say before we close it out, bro? Oh man, uh I would just like to say, like I said, uh thank you again, brother Kenny, you beautiful brother too. Thank you, my brother. And uh and you got a wonderful, wonderful spirit, man, and uh and I thank God for us, you know, crossing paths and we have a, a a long relationship. Man, yes sir. You know, of love and love and respect for one another. 
You know, iron shopping iron. Yes, sir. So, you yes, know, sir. we can learn from one another. Yes, sir. Okay, my brother. And, uh, and like I said, thank you. Yeah, man, you're welcome, my brother. You're welcome, my brother. This is Brother Patrick Christian. And uh, and it's really the Brother Red, man. Anything you want to say, Brother Red, for you, Brother Red? Just want to thank you also, Brother Kenny, for your, your, your warmness, man, and your, your friendship. Like I say, we really enjoyed coming to Birmingham. It's a, it's a nice feeling. It's like, like home. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's so, right. I just enjoy just, just man, just finding, just getting the, getting the word because, like you said, when I come into this word, and uh, I just keep remember things that Pat came to me. He put it on my mind. Uh-huh. Me this word. That's right. Right. So, I just, I, I just, thank, I'm just thankful, man, to, to, to endure this, this word and, on the right path and right. making it to the kingdom and, and guide my other brothers and sisters and, you know the, the same way But Patrick might well get right well get ready, brother. And you might well take them shot. You, right. you might well take them shot shoes off because you're gonna be walking in deep water with us, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, man. What's up, man? This is uh, this is and this is Kenneth Brooks, man. And you riding down Bus Boulevard. My great grandmother Beata Brooks had a saying: If you think you know everything, then you do, because if it's something that you didn't know, that you thought you knew. It was nothing worth knowing in the first place. So you know everything, but you just don't know nothing. And she said, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Don't judge the book by the cover, brother, because it could be artificial turf that you're looking at. So change your cleat before you slip and fall. And everything in life is not what it seems. Applesauce, baby food, it's the same thing. It's just in two different containers. And just remember, I got your back like a cheap t-shirt with static clean. God bless you. God keep you. It's my prayer.